Welcome to the How to Win at Life podcast. My name is Toby Strong, and I'm going to give you maximum value in the shortest possible time to help you win at life. Here we go. Over the past 12 years of building my business, I've learned how beneficial strong systems and processes are. And some of you might know these as SOPs, Standard Operating Procedures, or Automation, or whatever you call it, it doesn't matter. But these things help daily operations run smoothly and reduce stress. And I've also learned that there's something called decision fatigue, which unless you're an entrepreneur or have a stressful job or life, you may not have experienced this. If you have experienced it, this episode could be life-changing for you. But if not, these tips are still definitely going to be useful. Now, after seeing examples of automation firsthand in the business, I couldn't help but want to introduce this into my personal life, which I've been doing for years now. And I'll give you a few examples of this in the episode. Now, some of you might find these examples useful and some you're going to find probably too extreme because it's pretty common for me to get obsessed with something and take it too far. So just pick and choose whatever suits you and know that I'm not suggesting you try and do everything mentioned here. So firstly, for me, it started with automating dressing myself in the morning, which meant I went out and brought 20 plain white t-shirts, which basically just became my daily uniform. And in winter, I'd combine this with a pair of blue jeans and in summer, a pair of blue shorts. And that's pretty much what I wear every single day of the year. And I love this because I don't spend a second thinking about what to wear each day. And it keeps my costs down as well because I'm not spending money on designer brands. Now, I understand that this is much easier for males to pull off than females, but I think females can still take something away from this and just maybe not so extreme. I find those that we work with closely will eventually ask about it, or if you're feeling self-conscious, then you can explain it to people up front. But once people understand the logic behind this, they tend to respect it. And I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook does this too, so you can drop his name and make it sound cool if you want. Besides these benefits, my personal view is that I'd prefer to focus on health and fitness and have a body I feel proud of and still feel confident in basic clothes versus getting my confidence from spending a lot of money on clothes. Another completely different example is constantly grooming lists which can be followed to reduce decision making. So for me, one of these is a shopping list which I update whenever I try something new with my diet. The challenging part of this, but at the same time the most beneficial part, is that if it's not on my list, I do not buy it, no matter what sort of cravings I have when I actually get to the supermarket. Besides making it a quick and efficient shop because I'm not browsing the aisles, the main benefit of this is that it's my way of fighting back against these big brands spending billions of dollars to use our emotions and desires against us in their marketing to encourage us to impulse buy their products. And trust me, they do spend billions of dollars on this, not only on the marketing, but on the research to understand what sort of images and messaging works most effectively to create chemical reactions in our brain to override our intentions to eat healthy. This is why going into a supermarket with a strict plan is so important and not just buying what we feel like in the moment because this will always work against us. We just can't compete with the tools of these big brands encouraging us to make bad decisions which make them rich unless we use some tools of our own. And I personally find that if I don't have any unhealthy food in the house, then I don't even think about it and being healthy is easy. But if unhealthy food is there in the pantry, it will be snacked on. 
Another area of life I find lists to be super helpful is travel. And in the notes section of my phone, I have lists for general business and family travel, which make packing a breeze. I usually do a stress-free pack only a few hours before I'm due to leave because I know by following my list, I'm not going to forget anything. And on the rare occasion when I realize that I haven't brought something which I needed, then the list gets updated so then next time it's never forgotten again. And our calendars can be used for so much more than just meetings. I run my entire life through my calendar, which includes daily micro-workouts, stretching, social catch-ups, and even 15 minutes a day for social media scrolling. And being so organized with this means I never miss anything or double book or spend too much time doing something I shouldn't like social media scrolling. And by the way, I combine this with a 15-minute timer, and when this timer goes off, I stop scrolling. Again, these big companies are using these tools to manipulate us, so I'm using tools against them. Getting back to the calendar, the biggest benefit of running my life through this is that I've learned to just follow the calendar, regardless how I feel about what's actually written in there. And like the supermarket example, our best intentions become battlegrounds because most of the time we don't actually feel like doing what we're supposed to do in the moment. So I just push those feelings aside and simply do what I pre-plan to do. And 99% of the time, I feel fine about it once I'm actually doing it. Now, at the start of this episode, I mentioned sometimes taking things to the extreme. And probably my most extreme automation in life is food, which a lot of people are really going to struggle to understand. I know for a lot of people out there, food is life. So this definitely isn't for everyone. But for me, I view food more as a fuel source, sort of like putting petrol in your car. So eating a lot of the same food daily without much variety doesn't really bother me. I have a repetitive weekly health diet pre-planned in a Google Doc and have alarms set to remind me to eat at designated times. So in the moment, there are zero decisions being made. And if I feel hungry before an alarm goes off, I just deal with it. It's okay to feel hungry, and this usually is just a temporary feeling which goes away. Plus, I remind myself that the same amount of food was enough every day for the past month, so why should today be any different? And for me, there are two main benefits to this. One, it helps me to be healthy because it just eliminates bad choices. And two, I read that the average person spends 14% of their day thinking about food, which is a significant amount of time that I'm saving to do other things that I consider to be more important. But you should know that I do have a cheat day every Saturday to indulge in my natural cravings because for me, it just makes the diet more sustainable long-term. And even with this, I'm not a robot and I'm far from perfect. So I still slip up occasionally during the week, but I don't beat myself up or throw the whole diet out the window. I just record it in my diet journal and color the slip up either orange or red, depending on how bad it was, and know that my goal is to keep those little extra entries, those non-plan entries to a minimum. So there you have it. These are a few examples of how I intentionally automate my life. But as always, whether you relate to these specific examples or not, it doesn't matter. I encourage you to use these as inspiration and get creative about how you can intentionally automate parts of your own life. And whether you realize it or not, big chunks of our life are already automated in the form of habits. But in my opinion, it's worth taking this a step further. This is because decision fatigue is real 
And when things don't go to plan, which happens to all of us, by the way, no matter how well planned and prepared we are, these challenging moments don't feel like such a big deal because we're not run down and already overwhelmed by all the small things in life. So it's much easier to deal with life's curveballs. Also, the more that we train ourselves to just do things that we don't feel like automatically without turning them into these big, epic mental battles, the more that we realize that doing the thing usually isn't actually the worst part. It's the mental games that we play with ourselves, which are much, much worse. <laughs>